This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Tuesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for our Midday Market Discussion. John, what's taking place in the grains today? Well, we're seeing at least a little bit of buying strength in the grain markets uh, so far today. Now, we'll see if it can hold in here. It's kind of, at least for corn and soybeans, more soybeans than corn been fleeting off the highs from last night and early part of the session. You know, first, let's go to the wheat market. That's where the most strength's been the last couple of days. Obviously, watching some of the weather coming through, we got 70s and 80s going across the central plains today, and those temperatures are going to quickly drop tonight and tomorrow. So maybe you're throwing a little weather premium in that KC wheat price. That's probably helping that wheat market out a a little bit there. We got to be careful. U.S. wheat is still not competitive on the global scale in terms of global prices. So maybe it's a short-lived rally. We'll have to just see how things kind of play out. I think that's helped the corn market. Plus two, you know, we've gotten through uh, the basis contract window, for the most part, those producers that had basis contracts had to either price or roll them. I think that put a lot of selling pressure into the core market the last couple of days. That kind of came to an end yesterday when we reversed things higher. We are seeing a little bit of follow through today. We do have first notice day for the March contracts for all, all the grains coming up on Thursday. So we're seeing just some end of the month movement there. I mean, I see us get a few more pennies out of this corn rally here. But again, still the markets are on the defensive overall and still trending lower. Lastly, the soybean market is a good, strong move from the start of the day. We did actually pick up an export sale this morning uh, from from unknown destinations. So a combination of that, some short covering, you know, maybe a little bit of chatter about longer term weather in Brazil still kind of building into the market here. We'll have to keep an eye on those forecasts. But again, right now, the bean picture still looks pretty negative because those South American beans are heavy into harvest and they are still much cheaper than U.S. beans on the export market. John, when you talk about this rally by the corn here. We saw corn dip low $4. How much of that is a mental factor that goes into the trading, just the shock of seeing corn drop below 4 you know, those psychological values are really kind of key sometimes when you look at the market price. And, you know, now we've kind of focused our energy more towards the May contract, the more heavily traded. And, you know, here we are today, psychological number 425 seems to be kind of holding us in check, per se. And, you know, breaking through four, you know, again, that's just a it's a major factor when you start seeing those numbers go change like that. It just, you know, brings more selling into the market, keeps the sentiment on the negative side. So, you know, getting back above that area and uh, yesterday and then again like I said watching May see if we can get through the four and a quarter level that could open us up for a few more pennies on some technical short covering you know that is still very key you know the biggest problem is right now the, the worst thing is it's just the fact that we had a lot of supplies that need to find a home here and I think these guys that basis contracts really kind of got on the short end of the stick didn't have anywhere to go the market knew that grain was coming and the selling pressure was pretty aggressive we saw that in, with the in the November window when we had to do the December contracts. And I wouldn't be surprised we see that again when we get ready to do the May contracts here at the end of April. Flipping over to the livestock side of things, John, what are we seeing with the protein sector? A little two-sided trade in the live cattle market today just, you know, came out a little bit stronger. Cold storage port was a little bit friendly. We saw some supply drawdown, maybe probably tied to the weather in January more than anything. You know, now we're waiting to see what happens with retail values and cash trade. Now, we saw uh, choice carcasses close at 301 yesterday. That's a high for the calendar year. So, again, we're seeing some decent demand. Let's see what cash trade comes this week. So, right now, a little bit sideways, sideways to higher trade. But, you know, feels like we got a little bit of a topping action 
action here if we can't kind of get through the levels from the start of the session today. Over on the hog side, again, front month hogs look a little bit expensive here, you know, given the supplies that are out there. But we got a nice little trend going in the cash index. That's bringing some flow in. You know, I've been talking to producers, too. You know, got $100 hogs for the summer months. Probably a great window to start thinking about making sure you get some floor and some risk management underneath those summer values. John, we're obviously still very dry here in the state of Iowa, but when you think about the range, or I should say the pasture and rangeland and kind of that beating it has taken from the drought in recent years, at least now we do have this early spring weather. We do need that other piece of the puzzle with some moisture, but could this be a chance for us to get that pasture and rangeland headed in the right direction, at least getting some growth back? You know, that's going to be a big key. Like on the second part of that statement is going to be the moisture. And, and, you know, we're overall, we're still kind of lacking. If we do even get that shift, which the weather is talking, going back to uh, La Nina, that dries that area back out again. And, you know, again, some of that chatters, maybe some of the reason we're seeing a little bit of strength come into the grain markets here too. But, you know, cattle numbers are down. Pasture conditions have been a big reason for that. So that's going to be a big factor if we don't start seeing those things improve. You know, it's going to be real hard for producers to grow those cattle herds, you know, plus obviously just the cost of everything right now is extremely high. That just kind of limits the cattle numbers. I still see this trend of tight cattle supplies probably lasting well into next year. John, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Sure. Love chat with them anytime. Give me a call 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email at John H totalfarmmarketing.com. And then my our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. John Heinberg, our guest today at midday. John, thank you for the time as always. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Sounds good. Have a great day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the numbers. At midday, March corn up two and a quarter at 409 and a quarter. March soybeans up two and a half at 11.38 and a half. March soybean meal down $3.10 at 331.30. March soybean oil up 83 cents at 45.23. Chicago wheat up nine even at 586 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat up six and a half at 654 and three quarters. And Kansas City hard red wheat up 10 and three quarters at 594 and a half. March oats down three quarters of a cent at 374 and a quarter. On the Merck, April live cattle down 25 cents at 187.85. March feeder cattle down 27 cents at 252.77. April lean hogs down 22 cents at 86 even. April pork cutout up 7 cents at 93.30. Class 3 milk down 35 cents at 17.23. This has been a check of the midday markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.